Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and everybody else hanging out with us here on a Wednesday night. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. Yep. We are, yeah. it means we are here to uh, discuss uh, a man who has gone far, far, far too soon. Uh, shockingly, uh, uh, I mean, just sent, sent, I, I, I said it that way, but it sent shock waves through the wrestling community. Um, John Huber, a.k.a. Uh, Brody Lee, a.k.a. Uh, Luke Harper in the WWE, um, passing away at the age of 41 uh, just, just a few days ago. And absolutely heartbreaking news for a guy who was just, I mean, adored throughout the wrestling community. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about him tonight and some of the uh, the tributes we've seen and uh, stuff throughout the week and and just some moments from his career that, you know, we remember just things an impact that he left on us. And uh, we're going to get to all of that um, very, very quickly. I don't, you know, I, I don't even want to plug anything right now as far as the, the, no. the sites or anything like that. It just doesn't feel right for this episode. This episode's all about John. So uh, John Huber, I don't want to call We were, I didn't know him. I don't want to just say John. It's all about John Huber and, and uh, the man and the performer that he was. So we're going to, we're going to focus on that tonight. So if you're here, by all means, chime in. If you have a favorite John Harper, uh, John Huber memory, whether it was Les Luke Harper, Brody Lee, whatever it was, uh, feel free to uh, chime in and let us know what it was. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, I agree, Danny. So sad. Incredibly sad. 41 years old. Far, far too young. Um, uh, he uh, was it Saturday we got the news, Dave? Or what? Or? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, yeah Saturday night. So. Um... So uh, uh, his wife, Amanda, uh, po- posted on her Instagram that he had passed away. Um, non-COVID related lung infection or lung issue, I guess, that he had been dealing with. Um, they had been going to the Mayo Clinic, uh, apparently from at least a report I read. He was written off of TV after his big fight with Cody. Um, and it was, you know, just for a few weeks to kind of sell it. And he was... He was not uh, supposed to be gone long, but then uh, he, 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 from what I understand, started noticing he was having trouble getting to the end of his workouts and uh, just losing energy. He went and got checked out. Clearly, something was wrong, and unfortunately, uh, things turned for the worst, and John Huber, as a result, is no longer with us, leaving behind his wife and two sons and a huge hole in their lives and the wrestling community. Yeah, it, it was uh, shocking news because, you know, he went off of TV, like you said, and we, we didn't know what was going on. You just, okay, maybe it's an injury. Uh, maybe, you know, there's a program that they're going to bring it back for, you know, because he lost the title. We didn't, you know, because we thought it was a short reign, but now we, you know, not knowing uh, circumstances at the Absolutely. time. And then when the story came out on Saturday, um, you know, just this, the outpouring uh, across the wrestling world. Um, this just shows you how much this guy was loved and, um, and, and you're learning more about this guy. You're like, wow. I mean, just, this the family guy that he was, you know, and, and bringing his, you know, his son to, uh, you know, to AEW and WWE events and just learning what a family guy he was and, and just the way he connected with people. Uh, he, you know, it's, it's, you know, I almost say I get diamond in the rough cause it's hard to find people like that, but the stories that are coming out about this guy it just sounds so incredible that you, you don't, you really hear anything about it anybody else sounding just so amazing and such a family guy. I mean, they're out there, but without a doubt, amazing. But this, this seems almost uh, universal. If I can say that he, 
he oh, man i it's it's so weird to to see because not in a bad way but it's like whenever when when almost anybody passes away in the wrestling community somebody somebody has to pipe up and say something negative about them yeah you know that almost always happens but i have literally seen not one single person say anything negative about john huber he has been nothing but revered by his his co-workers his friends his family everybody talks about what an incredible performer he was uh, a person to be backstage with and even more of them address what a what a person he was behind the scenes and what kind of like as as great a wrestler as he was as great a performer as he was he was a better father and a husband yeah and i think that's incredibly telling I think Eric Rowan was the one who posted online uh, who was a tag team with him for the long time and the Wyatt family. And then as the bludgeon brothers, um, he in WWE, he said uh, that he, whenever they would go home for a few days, he would tell Eric uh, goodbye forever because he was so when he was on the road, he was on the road, but when it was time to be with his family, he wanted to be with his family and he wanted that time to last forever. And that was just uh, they it, that spoke to how much he cared about his family and how much he loved being a father and a husband. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Him uh, that tweet, uh, Bray Wyatt's tweet, which mm-hmm. was like very. That was like that was a hard tweet to read. Uh, it's Instagram oh. posts, I should say. So um, many of these posts have been hard to read. It's it's uh, uh, Braun Strowman because what you know he was part of the family for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Owens sharing a video that he still had uh, when they were in Hawaii doing a show, and they, they managed to take a helicopter ride together. It, you know, it's funny because they got the window open in the helicopter, and you see, you know, his beard flapping in the wind and and stuff, and just having a great time. You know, just those guys, just you know, being chummy, hanging out on the road, and uh, uh, you know, it's it's just a great to, to see that and so much love for this guy, um, you know, who, who left an amazing career behind him. Uh, yeah, it's just um, uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's still it's been a few days sean but it's still like hard to believe like this has happened i mean it's been a long time since we lost a current wrestler and and, and a guy that that was so in loved such a it, shocking it. manner yeah who who was so respected and admired i agree i agree um and i you, you think back and i mean people will say over and over um Oh, he was wasted in wwe he was they you know he they wasted his potential I disagree with that statement. Could he have been bigger than he was there? Yes, absolutely. But he was a featured part of the show on a regular basis. He took part in some great matches. He was an IC champion. He was a tag team champion. He, uh, he, I mean, I, I think he didn't, he didn't have a bad career in WWE. No, no, he had, he had two tag team reigns, um, you know, and one with uh, the Bray, uh, White, Randy Orton time when that storyline was going on. And then with Eric, with the, the Bludgeon Brothers, Mm-hmm. Which um, which was a pretty big push, by the way, because because they were presented as this indestructible team, uh, and until I I know somebody got hurt, which derailed uh, the progress of that team, uh, but I pretty good run with that. You know, he I mean he won the Intercontinental Title clean, um, which you know says a lot for for you know, any wrestler you know with his title that sometimes gets hot potato and there's a lot of craziness that goes on. But uh, right. he had some great matches with Dean Ambrose, uh, the AJ Styles matches. Oh, absolutely. Uh, he had he, he had that he had a you say uh great in matches with Dean Ambrose and just recently he had that world uh AEW championship match uh That's against right. John Moxley, which was uh which was really good. Um I mean you can think back to his he t- faced uh Dolph Ziggler 
for the IC title back at TLC in 2014. And it was one of his, as far as I'm concerned, one of the best matches of his career. He yeah. looked phenomenal. His match against Cody Rhodes in AEW, the, the, you know, for the, for the title the first time where he just looked dominant. And the second time where it was a, I mean, really it felt, it felt quick. We, we've brought that up before, but I mean, the match itself felt like a blood feud type match. Yeah. Like it, it was intense. And then, I mean, you could think of so many like big moments that he was a part of as a result of being, you know, in the, the dark order being revealed as the exalted one, you know, which he was one of the speculated names, but it was cool to see him get such a prominent role uh, when, when that happened. And it was great because, and, and this was the time that you were away for, uh, from the show for a couple of weeks. Um, Cause it was one of the hot topics was his appearance. And, you know, he came out and, um, and they, they, they doubted down a little bit, but when he did the whole like Vinnie Mac thing with like the whole, yes. dinner thing, you know, but yes, you saw this guy, you know, finally, like, like we knew he had it in him because like character wise with the look in the eyes, you get the wide eyes going, um, which just, man, I mean, that, that look was just so great. And, you know, so fearsome. Uh, and then you see this guy change to this other thing. You're like, well, there's more of a package of what this guy can do. Right. But I mean, and I think people undersell what he did as Luke Harper as that character, because yes, he was wide eyed. He didn't cut a lot of promos, not a lot, a lot of promos. And, you know, he would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, you know, his thing. It was, which weirdly caught on in the best possible way. I remember geeking for it all the time. And he, but I think people underestimate how well he sold that character because you looked at him and genuinely thought there was something wrong with this man. <laughs> but he came across as a crazy backwoods swamp, you know, like maniac. Um, it was he, unbelievable. he, he played the role beautifully and he, I, I just thought it was really great. I, you know, and we, when we talk about the Wyatt family, I'll never forget one of my favorite things that I ever saw go down was the uh, Wyatt family and the shield. Yeah. I re- Dude, do you remember how hot the crowd, when we could have crowds, ladies and gentlemen, do you remember how hot the crowd was for that? Yeah. I mean, they're chanting. This is awesome before it started in that match. Oh, when they, when off. they just, when they just showed up like and faced off against each other on raw, you know, when it was like, you know, like it was going to happen. And every dude, I think if I remember correctly, I remember watching the crowd was losing their minds. Like the camera was shaking from how hot <laughs> the fans were. And I yeah. mean, like that's, that's warrior pop level. That's, that's, that's huge. Watch it. That's something I've always paid attention to when crowds have been so hot that the, the energy from the crowd is literally causing the camera to shake, you know, yeah. like that's so cool to me. And that was one of those moments and he just got to be a part of so many things like that. And that's why I say, you know, I don't think he had a bad career in WWE. Did he get achieve everything we would have liked? No. And maybe he would have had a chance had he, had he gone on, but uh, if he, if he was still around, but he, yeah. he, he had so many cool moments. Uh, he got his WrestleMania moment where they, they, I was him and Eric Rowan versus new day. And Usos, oh, I, I think I think you're right. The Usos at WrestleMania, at WrestleMania right? Yes. Yeah. Am, am I thinking? Sure. Of, yeah. Okay. And I mean, so he gets his wrestle. He gets a WrestleMania match there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, that's awesome. And and I, th- I mean, it's super cool to be able to see that. And he got the win, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they 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 basically I won't say destroyed the opposition, uh, but they but they laid out the uh, the new day. Um, you know, I, I think they they pinned Kofi. Uh, Brody pinned uh, or should say uh, <laughs> pinned Cody or. Kofi, 
to, uh, <laughs> to win the title in that match. A lot of names sound familiar. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, they were because that's when they're indestructible. They looked great, and um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was you know, and that was a big match. It was towards the the end of the card, and yeah. um, you, you know, a a, a very uh, big night for them. Uh, you know, a lot a lot of tributes. You know, WWE um, you know released a statement. Uh, AEW did a statement. Um, you know, on Raw. Uh, you know the the wrestlers. Tons of little tons of little things to sprinkle throughout the show. I mean, they uh, uh, they started the show off by saying, you know, it's Monday night. It's Monday. You know what that means? And then Drew McIntyre cuts the first. He comes out, and cuts a promo. It's the first thing he says. It's Monday. You know what that means? And then he follows it up with, yeah, 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 because you know how could he not? You've got uh, a um, new day, and then we're wearing Brody armbands. Uh, Xavier Woods doing what they called the Harper clothesline. Yeah, uh, when he did the the Larry, even uh, Tom Phillips mentioned as well. So yes, uh, when it's announcers, yeah, yeah. And then, um, so by the way, it's a great move. By the way, the way he oh, delivered that, absolutely love and that move. Ricochet, uh, I think he did it later in his match against Ali too. And then um, you had Alexa Bliss who was sitting there and and on her swing set doing her thing and she managed to work in the yeah 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 thing as well because he. So many people loved this guy and wanted to find a way to pay a little tribute to him. And, you know, as we're doing this, we're not going to go too long tonight because we don't want to go into the AEW tribute tonight. It was supposed to be um, AEW's New Year Smash, I think is what it was called. But they've actually pushed that. It's going to be next week and the week after. It's going to be a two-part thing. This week, they have dedicated the show to John Huber, a tribute to him, um, which I think is just so cool. Uh, they've allowed his uh, John Huber's son, Brody, who we named Brody, um, n- negative one, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. to uh, choose his favorites to team up in a match uh, in, in on the on the card tonight. And I think that's just the coolest thing ever. I, yeah. I, it's so cool. Um, how, how can you not how can you not like that? You know what I mean? How yeah. can you not appreciate something like that that they're going to do to make this night more special for his son and his kids and his wife and whatnot? Yeah, and, and running down the card for tonight, every, every match in the show does feature somebody from the Dark Order uh, in, in one way or another, you know, in, in tag matches or, or in single matches. So they've, uh, you, know, you know, there's no storylines tonight. Uh, I don't want to, like, compare it to... Uh, you know, when Eddie Guerrero passed or when Owen No, but I mean, you, but you can, but there is a comparison there. There is a comparison there. It's like the old tribute to the troops shows. It's like the it's the storylines don't matter. This is about yeah. going out and performing in honor of somebody. So this is not the storylines are going out the window. You're not watching this tonight for for kayfabe. You know, you're you're watching this tonight as a performance that is meant to, to honor somebody that meant a lot to a lot of people. Paul brings up something cool. CM Punk and Mick Foley are doing it hundred percent of their January proceeds from their pro wrestling t-shirt sales to Brody Lee's family. I think that's awesome. Like I haven't wanted to really buy a wrestling t-shirt in a long time, but I'm genuinely considering it now. Uh, they, they, I saw a Brody shirt too, that I want to, I want to find out and make sure if uh, the proceeds from it go to his family um and if they do great i'm picking up a brody shirt if they don't i'll go with with cm punk or, or mick foley or something off of pro wrestling tees 
Um, Joshua McGinnis says he seemed tapped as Harper. He would have been a huge draw in the territory days before the business was totally exposed. Even knowing it was a work, he still sort of terrified me. Exactly. He played into his yeah. character so well that you genuinely felt like there was something wrong with that guy. And in, in the best <laughs> way possible. And to the yeah. point where he shows up in AEW as the exalted one, which, by the way, I'm going to say this right now. The Dark Order was a failing group until he was revealed as the leader. Yeah. Um, he he gave them a new a new lease on 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 relevance in that company. Like he brought relevance back to that group was when they debuted originally in the beginning. They were tried to paint them up as a big deal and it didn't really work. Nobody kind of got it. Nobody. It didn't matter too much to anybody. Then Brody gets revealed as the exalted one. And we all of a sudden are invested in what the what the Dark Order is doing again, which great. And they and they kept it going. The Dark Order kept meaning something. Ups and downs, yeah. but they they managed to stay relevant. They managed to keep steam going for them. And I and I don't mean to sound negative. I hope they had that, that something ha good happens for the Dark Order after this. Um, because it would be a shame to see the work that Brody had done for the group kind of wait kind of dissipate and like fade away yeah there was a video and i don't think it was on tnt but it was like something they shot and it was like one of those like backstage videos mm -hmm. where they're all doing this bit and stuff because there was cursing it so um i don't think it was a television but you just see these guys together and it just kind of like look at it as like a family so mm -hmm. uh, you know and, and you think with everything going on it was like there's no house shows um you know so tv's a lot different so they're probably spending more time together as as a group you know certain factions and stuff that they probably really get to know each other uh, and you can see that uh you know play off with each other so you definitely see he was like the missing puzzle piece because like you said they got off to a rough start they had that horrible moment last year you know when the guy was you know punching cody uh you know lee and you know it was it was embarrassing so you mean, he, you mean he where you mean where he, where he wasn't punching him yeah i should say that yeah 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 where he wasn't punching him and, well, and that, uh, happened, that happened shortly after Brody's debut, and then Brody had to address that and move on yeah. from it. And realistically, that could have turned into a meme that lasted forever. And I haven't seen it since. The guy, no. the guy gave the group a credibility, you know, yeah. which is which is awesome, which is great to see. Um, I, I just there's so many things you could say about the guy. So many matches I could go through and talk about easily probably 10 matches from this guy that uh, that i enjoyed uh so much but you know i i, I well, again i don't want to talk too long into the aew show which i think is starting right now as a matter of fact yeah it, it is uh but but uh wwe is a, a great job posting a highlight uh, clip which is on our facebook page of um some some of his matches obviously the network has some stuff um, mm -hmm. and, and aw is gonna be doing a lot of stuff tonight so um that show's getting started so we should probably um yeah, yeah we're going to we are going to bow out here so everybody can go watch the AEW tribute to uh, John Huber. Um again gone too soon, 41 years old. Uh our our love and condolences to his friends, to his wife Manda Huber and to his children. Um uh, and and just you know try to try to watch tonight and and remember the things you loved about John Huber, Huber whether it was as Brody Lee or Luke Harper. And uh, try to focus on on positive memories of that and not be too sad tonight. Um, that's all we've got for you this evening. Uh, we'll be back next week and we're going to do our year end episode. Not going to we're not shilling anything here. We're not no plugs, no, no nothing like that. This is uh, it's about John Huber. So we are going to end the show tonight with a 10 bell salute for John Huber. <laughs>